I am glad, I'm glad to be here again. It's good to be able to be here, and for those listening on the radio, I am Marshall Nessa, and I am, I have preached here before, but that's been 20-some years ago, and I was a seminary student. And I took my first public speaking class when I was in seminary because I said, I do not want to talk in front of anybody. And then, wouldn't you know it, I had preached, and I had to come and preach in front of people that knew me and watched me grow up. That's scary. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad to be here, though. I'm glad to be able to come and to share God's word with you and, and um, look forward to that. My wife and daughter are here with us over these next several months. My youngest daughter, our oldest three, one is in Bible school up in Plymouth, and the other two are married, and we have little grandbabies, and that's a joy, and it's hard to move away from them, but God's led us away for now. So. Revelation chapter 2. A health checkup, a spiritual health checkup, and that's, that's where we're going to look at over the next several weeks. And in Revelation chapters 2 and 3, there are, there are seven letters to seven churches. And I, and I believe and hold that there are seven specific churches that these letters are written to. They're written to these churches, and, and as John received the vision of Jesus... God gave him this vision, and he said, here are the letters to these churches. Here's what's good with them. Here's what's wrong with them. In most cases, some cases, there, was nothing, there wasn't anything that, that he pointed out as, as wrong or that they needed to work on. But as he, as he writes these letters, he writes and he says, these are the good things. So I'm not, we're not going to look through as a list and say, or, or look through each letter and d- dissect the letter just as a letter. But we're going to look through them and see the, see the high qualities or the good qualities of a church and, and then some of the negative ones. But we're going to look at them and say, if this is negative, what is the positive of it? What could we do? Um, what, what would it be, look like if we were living healthy as Christians? And so, so Revelation chapter 2, if you would turn there today, we're going to start by, we're going to read the first letter to the, to the church in Ephesus, and that's the first seven verses. Would you stand with me in respect for the read, public reading of God's word? Reading in Jesus' name. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil. But you have tested those who call themselves apostles, and they are not, and you found them to be false. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary, but I have this against you, that you have not, but that you have abandoned the first love that you had. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Yet this you have. Yet this you have. You hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Father, we ask that as we spend these next moments considering your words, we ask that you would speak to us through them. 
I ask that we ask that you would open our ears that we would hear them and our minds that we would understand them, our hearts that we would believe them. And then, Lord, we ask that you would free our hands and our feet, that we, our hands and our feet, that we would go and do and um, the words that you speak. Jesus, we pray today in your name. Amen. Please be seated. As we, as we consider this, uh, Paul, or Paul, John writes this to the letter, this letter to the church in, in Ephesus, and as, as the, they receive this letter, he says, these are the good things that you have, and these are the qualities that we want to, to look at and to emulate. Now, now, as we say this, and as we look at these characteristics and the qualities, sometimes it's, it's easy for us to take and to put that into our minds and say, I have to do this, this, and this to be a Christian. Okay? And that's not, what, that's not what I'm suggesting, and that's not what he's saying here. As he writes in, in Revelation, he's saying, this is what you're doing well. Keep doing it. This is what you, this is what you need work on. Let's fix that. Okay, and so we look at it and we see, okay, this is, these are good things, or, or maybe the good things that the church in Ephesus has, they aren't so good here. Maybe the bad things in the church in Ephesus, they are good here. We don't know. We look at these as markers, as kind of health indicators. We go and we get our health checkup, and, we, and they take our blood. And they check and they see, is their blood sugar right? And you're, all, of the, you know, all the letters, are, do they all fit into place? And whatever the, whatever the medical terms are, you know, are we healthy? Um, the health checkup doesn't, doesn't make us healthy. It just determines that. And so we want to look at it just in that light. Now, the, the second thing I want, to, I want to highlight as we begin there, that the church, the church in Ephesus, yes, a specific church in, in Asia Minor. And if you, if you just picture the Mediterranean Sea, Israel on the, on the east side of that, the west bank of Israel was was the eastern shore of the Mediterranean Sea. If you go up on the north, you go up and around the the, the the east to the north, uh, and there's Asia Minor. Most of those churches or those seven churches are in that area. And so as they write these letters to these churches, we, we see a specific church, but we also see it written to, to a church. And so we can look at it in, in light of us as a congregation. We can also look at it in light of us as individually because we each individually make up the church. And so we, we look at it, and we are the church, right? And so we see this, and we can look individually. And is this a, a characteristic or a, or a mark for me, of me? Is this a characteristic or a mark of us as a congregation? And so we can, we can apply these, these marks and these, these standards individually and as a congregation. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance. I know your works. Right away, he begins off of there, and he says, I know your works. You're working hard. I know that you work. I know that you're doing these things. Your work and your toil, you know, and you think work, yeah, you go out of work, and then you toil at it, right? So, so it's hard work. I know that you're doing these good things. I know that, that your work is not just, that you're not just there, that, that your faith isn't just something that, and you, you come and you get to the gatherings, we come in a Sunday morning worship where we, we go to a Bible study. It's, it's not just that, but you're working at it. In James, we read that faith without works is dead. If, if your faith doesn't produce good works, it's not really alive. It's not a real faith. It's just something that you say. It's just an, it's just an assent. It's just, I, yeah, I agree with that. But, but if it's real, if you have real faith in Jesus, it's going to change your life. 
Every time that, every time that Jesus came in contact with, with somebody, as we read through this, the Gospels, there was a response. Not always positive. As a matter of fact, most often not positive as, in the, in the, as we read them, right? The Pharisees and the, and the Sanhedrin, the Sadducees, they always responded negatively. But now when people responded in faith, they got up, the, 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 the people that Jesus healed, get up, rise and walk, take up your bed. And, and they got up and they walked. See, there was a response and they, and they, and they lived it out. They, they didn't just say, the, 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 the centurion that comes and says, I know that you can heal. You can just speak the word and, 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 and my child will be healed. And, and, and he knew it, and he believed it. But, but there was action there because he, because he believed it. It came from down inside. And so, so our actions, our, our faith resp- demand response, demand re- reactions, or demand actions. Are we working for the, for the kingdom? Are we, are we working in, in doing good things? Do people, do people recognize you and, and do they see and they see, they see you and they say, oh man, they've done good things, they've helped us. A farmer, that's, a farmer that, that has an illness in, in harvest time, are, are you one of the ones that come and help them? Somebody, somebody, that, somebody, somebody breaks a leg and, and you come and you mow their lawn or, or, or whatever. You know, are, we, are we there helping people? Are we loving people? I know your works, your toil. And then he says your patient endurance. See, it's not just something that we do once in a while. It's not just something that we, that we start and we say, okay, I did a good thing. And now people rejected it. Or people, it didn't make a bit of difference. And, and, we, and we stop. But we patiently endure. We just keep doing the good works. We keep doing the, the, the things that, that God has laid in us, on our hearts, that God has opened the doors for us. And we keep serving. We keep serving. We were, we were involved in a congregation, and this was out in, um, in Pennsylvania, central Pennsylvania, and this, this church had begun a, to, to host a, um, a Christmas dinner. And they would host this Christmas dinner, and they would just invite everybody in the community. And it was open, and, and the, the church was, was doing this, and then they, they went through, and uh, the church split, and a lot of the church left. And there were only a few people that were still, that were still, had been active in, in doing this dinner. And they said, you know, God hasn't told us to stop doing this. And they said, so we're going to do it. And they kept on. And, and pretty soon the, the rest of the congregation jumped in and, and, and it grew and it thrived. And, and people, were, people were coming and they made a huge difference. We had, we had people that came to know Jesus as a result of coming to that Christmas dinner. And, and, they, and they followed up, and somebody in the congregation said, hey, do you know Jesus? And they just had a conversation with them. And they came, and one Sunday morning, one Sunday morning after the service was over, this guy, says, this guy Joe, he says, he says, hey, can I say something here? And he says, you know, a few weeks ago, you invited us to, to a Christmas dinner. And he said, and then, and then one of you came and, and, and talked to us and sat and visited with us. And then we, we you introduced us to Jesus and, and him and his girlfriend. He said, we, we're sitting here and, and we know Jesus today because you had a dinner. It would have been easy to quit. 
There were, there were lots of people, lots of hands that, that served that dinner. And then it became fewer. But because they patiently endured, somebody, came to, somebody entered the kingdom of God. Will we work hard so that God's kingdom will grow? Are we, are we serving him as we serve others? Jesus says, as you serve the least of these, you serve me. He says, I know this. And he says, I have this. I know your works, your toil, your patient endurance. You cannot bear with those who are evil, but you have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not. Two parts here. First of all, he says, you cannot bear with those who are evil. He didn't say you cannot bear those who are evil. And sometimes we, sometimes that's you know a, a real temptation for us, isn't it? We we look at them and we and we just oh, we we have nothing to do with them. And he didn't say that. He says you're not bearing with them. You're not going to take the evil with them. You can't stand sin. In other words, you stand. You're standing up for righteousness and holiness and truth. This is the this is the part. And he says about the, he says about this church in Ephesus. I see this and I recognize this. You are standing. You're standing firm, standing strong in the truth. You you won't you you won't tolerate evil. Matter of fact, he goes, he, he goes on and further, he says, I have this, he says, yet this you have down, down towards the end there. And in verse 6, he says, you have this, that you hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. The Nicolaitans were a group that, within the church that, that were um, nominalists in name only. They, they had, a, they had a, a name of being Christians, but they, 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 they didn't have the faith. Uh, they, they said, well, this is probably better than that, and so we'll just, and they, and they said, no, we won't take that. You, you either take the name of Christ or you don't. And, and this, is, this is the part, and is a little confusing with the church in Ephesus, because he says what you don't have, is that you've, or what, what's wrong with you, is you've left your first love. You can't stand sin, you, you, you don't tolerate sin, you say no to sin and sinful lifestyle, you say no to that, you say you, you, you don't take those who just claim the name of, just claim the name but don't live it out, and yet now they've left their first love. They've left it. And this is, this is, the, the, this is the part that, that we want to make sure and hear in, in light of the fact that they, that they worked hard. In light of the fact that they that they were patient and they endured, in light of the fact that they that they tested the, the their teachers and their leaders, in light of that they tested them with the scriptures. They, they went through and as they as the preachers pre- preached, they considered them the Nicolaitans, not the Nicolaitans, the Bereans in, in Acts. They 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 scriptures tell us that they they read and they weighed what you said. And he says this. He says you've listened to us and you've you've weighed what what's taught and you you won't let let anything that's not true in you hold firm to it you hold firm to it but see what they've done is they have taken the form and they've lost the spirit they've followed the letter of the law and they've missed the spirit of it they have in some way this this church in Ephesus in some way has become pharisaical in some way, they've said, you can, you can take so many steps on a Sabbath. But they've missed sitting at the feet of Jesus. 
And, and you're familiar with the, with the story of Mary and Martha. And, and Mary, Jesus comes into their home and, and Mary, Mary comes and she sits at his feet and listens to his teaching. Martha, she goes in and she's getting the coffee ready and she's getting the, the little sandwiches ready and she's getting the cake and the cookies and she's coming out and she says, this Mary, this little sister, she's such a lazy bum. How can you, Jesus... You kick her and you kick her into gear because I can't. She, she, look at her; she's just sitting there, right? And sometimes we can get so wrapped up in doing the works of the church, we can get so wrapped up in doing the good things that we forget to sit at the feet of Jesus. And what, what did Jesus tell Martha? Yeah, you're doing stuff that's good, but she's doing the better. She's doing the better. In the psalmist, we, in the Psalms, we read in the, in the psalmist, and most of them by David, but it says, I delight in the Lord. My delight is in the Lord. Is your delight in the Lord? This is the, this is the, the, the mark of a, of, of a healthy Christian. That, are, that it's, it's, yeah, we keep doing these deeds. We wrestle with the words that are taught. We, we, we're faithful and we're patient. But are we, are we holding fast to Jesus? Are we loving Jesus? Is he, our, is he your delight? He says, you've left your first love. And he gives, he gives, a, he gives a, a remedy for this, for, for leaving your first love in this negative part of it. And he says, he says remember where you've fallen from. Remember, remember what it was like when you first fell in love. In in the con- in our congregation that we that we recently have have left, it, it, we have a lot of young families, um, several young babies, and, and fairly new newly married people, um, couples, and then we have we have a few young people have gone through our youth group, and and they're falling in love and getting married and. And man, it's kind of fun to watch this, right? Because because they they see that little they see the girl over there, you know, and then pretty soon, you know, they're over here talking with this group of people, and you're like, um, your buddies are all over there. What's why are you over here, right? And because because Tara's here, right? And and they come and they and they and they and they and, and they put themselves in, in in the place where where that cute cute girl is or that big strapping handsome man is right they, right and they put themselves in that position yeah you can you can remember what that's like right maybe you're going through that yeah he says remember that and then return to that. Go back and, and, and be like that again. When, when, when just being together was enough. Just being with Jesus, that's our desire. When just, just in the same as just being with, with your new love, you know, f- earthly, physically speaking. Yeah, let that be. Let that be true of you. So, as as when you when you leave that love, remember where you where it was. Remember what it was like when you first fell in love. Then return, repent, 
Turn away from the things that, that, are, that are keeping you from that. If you're so busy doing things, say no to something. Say no to something. Yeah. Paul, Paul just was, was sharing that he said, sometimes he says, I just want to get something off of my plate. Right? Maybe, maybe you want to take, maybe you want to take the, the Brussels sprouts and push them off your plate so that you have room for the pie. We, 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 we get so busy with, well, that's maybe not a good example. But, but you know what I mean. You, I think you can understand it. We get so busy with, with doing the things, and they're good, but they're not the best. The best is sitting at Jesus' feet. Remember from where you've fallen. Repent. Turn away from the things that are pulling you away, that are keeping you too busy, that are, that, are, that are just getting you distracted. And return. Return to the feet of Jesus. This morning in the church of Ephesus, we read these following, uh, following examples of, of healthy church. They work hard. They keep at it. They don't stand for sin. They test, they test their preachers, and they cling to their first love. You're clinging to your first love. Are you weighing the preaching with the word of God? Are you working hard and, and sticking to it? These are the marks of a healthy church. Much like, much like when we get our when we get a health checkup, we go to the doctor and they get a checkup and we see that we're not that we're healthy or not healthy, and the doctor tells tells you, I don't know, I don't understand this about doctors, but they look at me and they say, you need to lose a little weight. I don't understand why they always tell me that, but but we we need they they give you these things right. If, if you lost a few pounds, if you, if you changed your diet a little bit, you could, you, you could get rid of a little bit of the blood sugar or lower your blood sugar. You could, you know, your blood pressure could be lowered or, or this could be done. The checkup, the checkup didn't make you healthy. What made you healthy, what, what would make you healthy is following the doctor's advice. What makes us healthy as Christians is not... Is not a checklist. What makes us healthy as Christians is doing the works of God. And Jesus tells us. Jesus told the, Jesus told the people as he walked on earth, John 6, 29. They asked him, they said, what can we do? What are the works of God that we may do them? And it's simply this. Believe him whom he sent. Believe in Jesus Christ. Trust him. Give your life to him. Let him have it. That's, that's the remedy. That's the, that's, the, that's the advice that the doctor gives. Trust him with everything you have. Give your life to him. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray that today you would help us to, to see you. Help us to, to rest our lives in you. And Lord, when we need to work, help us to work. Give us the strength of character and to, to say no to sin and sinfulness. Give us the strength of character to, to, to work hard and to serve you by serving others. Give us the strength of character, Lord, to, to persevere.
to stick to it. Lord, give us, give us a passion for you. To be, to be healthy spiritually and to be, the, to be the men or women that you would have us to be. It's, it's, it's just you. And so we pray that you will help us to, to sit with you at our, as our first love. Make, make you our delight. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Will you stand with me as we...